inspiring you to reach your goals and live your dream. And live your dream. This is the Keaton Nelson Show. Alrighty, guys. Uh, today I have a very special guest, uh, Kevin Lee. He's a good friend of mine. He is a real estate guru. Uh, he's got tons of Airbnbs and BNBs. Um, I'm not sure if he's got any long-term rentals. I'm sure he does. This guy doesn't stop. He's fixing and flipping. And I mean, he's getting into all sorts of uh, business ventures here. I think he's got some, you know, assisted living things going out in uh, Sacramento too. So um, he's a powerhouse. He is, I'm lucky to get him on my show because he's been on everyone's show in the past month and I'm lucky to grab him on here. So uh, Kevin, thank you so much for being on today, man. Hey, Kevin, thank you so much for inviting me. It's it's an honor Thanks, to be man. here as well. Yeah. Appreciate that. So I like to start off with letting the audience get to know who you are and like where, where you came from. So like, uh, where were you born? Where did you grow up? And then like, kind of like, how was it like growing up? Did you grow up rich, poor, uh, middle class? Did you have both your uh, parents in the picture? What was life like growing up as a kid? Yeah, so I grew up in Taiwan in a middle class family. My mom was a high school teacher. My dad worked for the government. So just kind of like a middle class family. Yeah, we're, we're not like born rich or anything, mm -hmm. uh, but really educated. And um, from the very beginning, they just imparted to me the importance of education and I thought that uh, really um, just give me the the foundation, right? Um, the knowledge of just uh, doing, um, starting the uh, entrepreneurship journey um, in a in a good way. Um, and I migrated or moved to this country when I was fourteen. And there was an opportunity that came up, so I left everybody behind. You know, all my best friends. Back in the junior high school, I came here by myself. I was I was here, you know, and I stayed with my uh, aunt and uncle mm. and uh, their family because um, you know it's just basically the 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 whole relatives. Um, you know, my parents couldn't join me at the time because you know they kind of had to work to you know provide that income to send me over here in the United States. So I was here in Los Angeles area, you know, went to Arcadia High School. Hmm. Um, I remember my first year was really, really tough, you yeah. know, just to learn language, you know, it was a, a second second language for me. Uh, but, uh, you know, I struck, I made it. Right, so, right. You know, 30 years. That was 30 years ago. What? Yeah. You're 44, man. Actually, forty-two. So, yeah, dude, you look like you're you're like um, you're in your twenties, hey. man. <laughs> Time to talk about this. I I, I think uh, you know I sh I should tell the listeners the importance of uh, working out or just really go going to the gym, and I, I do that. It's kind of like my my religious habitual habit. I have never stopped like every single day. Maybe I, you know, get a day off uh, on Saturday or Monday, but that's about it. That's it. And that's the key of staying young too. Right. And, and you know, Kevin, uh, for the listeners, Kevin, I, I, I was hanging out with him in Nashville at this awesome mastermind event. And we're out like at this 
awesome social club having drinks and Kevin's busting my chops about my beer belly. He's like, you got to get rid of that. He's like, next time I see you in person, I want to see that thing gone. So Kevin, I, um, I started on Tuesday with my fitness coach. I hired Brad Feinberg, who's Antonio's fitness coach. And my God, I was going to the gym like three times a week and thought I was working out. Uh, -uh. yet like, I'm like dripping in sweat pouring down barely could move afterwards and i'm like okay this is what it's really about so i'm super excited to be be in this and and see what consistency over the next few months takes but you're right like hey, i'm so happy that you hire a coach and i feel like i was just talking to somebody who yeah. taught me the importance of having a mentor someone who is like a little bit older and experienced more experienced than you yep. in uh in life and they'll be able to provide kind of like some guidance, uh, whether it's fitness, whether it's mindset, and whether it's business, right? Uh, to have that person really just to hold you accountable, to make sure that you are moving along on the right track, you know, trending upwards. So um, I, I really uh, applaud you for, you know, making that move, uh, hiring a coach so that you can really know or the coach can you know, really tell you and then provide you the right guidance for you to go to the next level. Yeah, they get they allow you like kind of skip a step, right? Skip all this the hard things that they had yeah. to learn the hard way or they had to pay someone to learn. You get to skip all that stuff when you hire a coach. So yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. You don't rope around in the darkness, you know, you, you get that, you know, fat fast track, you know, yep. cut the uh, you know the learning curve. For sure, man. Yeah. So I want to go back to the story a little bit. So you you got here, you went to high school, you graduated. You didn't start off as an entrepreneur, though, right? You you worked a W two job. How did that? You, uh, you went to college and yeah. where'd you go to school? Yeah, college. So I, I mentioned that my my parents were really really uh they stressed the importance of education. Um, you know my my dad, I think he's a bookworm. If he's still alive, I mean he reads a lot of books, a lot of books. He always, you know, emphasized the importance of education. Uh, he didn't, he didn't get, he didn't have a chance to get a PhD, mm -hmm. and he said that hey, you got to do it, you got to do it, uh, you got to pass on, you know, my 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 desire, my wish. You have to fulfill that dream for me. So I ended up doing it. You know, I spent like ten years in like uh, advanced education, you know, two years in master's and then another six years. So that's pretty much what I did in my in my 20s, right? Oh like, you know, I, didn't, I didn't get my PhD until I was 30. Um, and that's pretty much uh, the 10 years of my, you know, my 20s, you know, is, is only education. Wow. Yeah. So, and then I, you know, got a job at Cisco networking company in the Bay Area. Yeah, I worked as a research researcher over there for two and a half years before I, you know, moved moved down to a, a smaller company, a startup, and then worked there for a few years as an engineer. Mm -hmm. And then that company got acquired, and then I worked for Oracle. I was in the uh, in the public cloud division for a couple of years before I started uh, the uh, entrepreneurship journey. Yeah, so tell me about that. How what was the transition like for you? When you, um, you know, you're still working your W-2 job, what got you interested in entrepreneurship or real estate? Uh, I guess it wasn't 
it wasn't um, just something that I um, was forced to do. Um, I, 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 I see people do it. And I've always thought in my mind that this is a lot of risk. And why would people really just sacrifice their stable income for something that is so unpredictable, right? Mm-hmm. But then I've also seen the successful stories coming out of it, like people who's made it, you know, who is being super successful. And there's a, there's actually people right out there who are like serial entrepreneurs. They do this for a living, not necessarily for the money, but this is, this is their passion. And I realized, you know, as I was in my W2 for many, many years, that um, I, I didn't really have a passion for what I did. You know, I, I thought I did before, you know, I was really gung-ho about it when I first got, when I got my first job, I was really working really hard trying to impress my boss and so forth. But um, I guess the the job itself really just box you in, right? You're, you're hired for that particular role, right? So there's really no room for growth. Obviously, there's uh, opportunities for you to, you know, just climb that corporate ladder. But there's so many of us and um, there's like limited opportunities at a certain period, certain time, at a certain level. Um, there, there's just not as much anymore. I didn't feel like I was growing back then. And I thought that, uh, you know, I could do a lot better just doing this, you know, going going out, you know, on my own. Um, so, it's 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 a very gradual process. It's not like abrupt, like 180 degrees. Hey, you know, I go to my boss's office and say, "Hey, I quit." No, right. not like that. I was already doing some side hustles, you know, um, and you know, while I was working, um, and I thought that was really good because that gradual process really gave me the income for me to really propel myself uh, when I knew, you know, was certain that uh, you know. Uh, this this is gonna this is gonna be okay. You know, I, I'm going to be able to make it because because you you have to also think about you know the the risk that's involved, right? There's this um, article or statistics that says like 90 percent or probably higher. Most of the startups fail, right? 90 percent of the startup startup fail. Um, so it's a uh, it's a path that's full of risks. Sure. And quickly too, it's like five within five years they fail, you know. And then yeah, exactly. larger percentage don't even make it to ten years, you know. Um, right. So, um, was it scary when you were making the the transition, or did you do it so so slowly that it wasn't a concern? Um, it was scary, but you know how like you can also mitigate risks along the way. Yep. And um, as an entrepreneur with your back against the wall, you you really think hard how you can go about mitigating these risks. That's along the way. You're you're more uh, aware. You're you're. More, I, I I was I was on high alert the whole time, right? Yeah. Uh, more more so so before than now. Uh, so right now, you know, I have people that work for me, and then there's income that's coming. So it's 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 a lot better, but I think that uh, for sure, like when you start, uh, you gotta you gotta grind. And I, I I hate to use that word grind, right? Because you know we've been told to like just work it, like calm, effortless, you know, right, uh, with flow and so forth. 
but uh, I think that that goes with anything, whether it's a W-2 job, right? You got to impress your boss, right? You're kind of on probation for the first three months and so. So you grind, but at a certain point, the, the water is going to come. It's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna overflow. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, just get, get that momentum started. Yeah, exactly. It takes more um, more force in the beginning to get it going, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So let's fast forward to now. So, um, I I know you, and you I've known you for a few months now, and you don't like I don't see you as someone who likes to brag, but your accomplishments are impressive i want people to know where you're at right now like how many let's just we'll be real specific how many airbnbs do you own it right now well, 35 and uh you know we're, we're in this thinking into result um you know mindset program right right um, i think we've gone gone over like lesson number six this is about self-image mm-hmm. and we know that we have like three images there's an image of ourself, right? Internal image. There's the image that we project to others. And there's also the image of what people look at us, right? right? Um, so I don't think that my three images are congruent. And there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, right. It's just I was brought up, you know, that's how I was programmed, you know, whether my parents know it or not, right? It's just like passed down. And I didn't even know. That I don't know. I, I didn't know until I was, you know, exposed to the the, the program, and now I know, right? That mm-hmm. hey, this is the image of people, that the image that people think of me, but that's not what I think about myself, and I need to make those three images congruent. Yeah, so I start to like look at myself differently now. Hey, th- this is something that you should be proud of. Uh, you should say thank you to people when they give you, uh, you know, compliments like that. I, I used to just kind of decline and then I would just put it back to the person. I, I feel really shy or uh, not taking it, you know, as it comes, right? Accept it. And that's really bad. That's really bad. I, I think I think we should do it differently. I mean, as a confident individual, right, someone who is exuding confidence, we should just take it and say, yeah, thank you. Uh, this is just part of the journey. We're growing and, uh, you know, uh, it, it should just be the same as, you know, how people look at you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's so true. Um, but dude, I, I see you so elevated, not that I put you on a pedestal, you know what I mean? But like, it's, it's also just like what you've done and accomplished is, is, I know it takes a lot of work. I know that you had to learn a lot of things. You had to make mistakes along the way and keep pushing. And yeah. you probably came up against failure and and just move through it. I, I've been in my business. So I, I like always, um, I know what it takes to, <laughs> so the fact that you're there, it's really, really awesome. Um, okay. And hey, you know, mention one thing too, for the yeah. listeners that uh it's 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 the law of relativity everything is relative right yeah. if i compare myself to elon musk who is, <laughs> who is like 100 billion worth 100 billion dollars right I'm, I'm just a little potato but someone who's looking at me or who, who look, looking up to me right he may think that uh, i i i'm so much more ahead but it's yeah. all relative i i think that we should not 
compete because it makes us feel so bad. Yeah, like we're so much behind and, you know, we have not accomplished so much, but we have, right? Give right. yourself some credit. You're, you're your own comp competition, right? So if you can improve yourself over 1%, I don't know, the, the book by Darren Hardy, The Compound Effect, Compound right? effect. 1% a day, 365 days later, oh my God, it's you have improved. And it's just mm -hmm. like looking looking through a telescope. Yep. Uh, you so much progress, so much, uh, you, uh, you know, accomplishment that you've made over time. For sure. But I also I also want to point out that like even you said it in the beginning, like where when you were at your W two jobs, you like looked at uh, people who were successful, and you looked at the success stories, and that's what inspired you to go and and do the things that you're doing now, right? So I always like to like point paint that picture. That's actually why I have this podcast because I want to like it's a free way for me to bring knowledge and inspiration and success stories to people who may not be there yet. Like you said, it's all relative, but they can look up to that and, and aspire and know that it's possible because I mean, most people I bring on here, they didn't come from something that was just like, they were, they didn't have a huge trust fund or rich parents or anything like that. They figured it out themselves and it shows that it's all possible for everyone. Um, and I mean, like you said, it's all relative. There's, you could look up to Jeff Bezos and be like, Okay, uh, how does he think? How does Elon Musk think? If that's possible yeah. for him, that means it's possible for me. And so, like, what what does that take? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But it's all it's all relative for sure. Yeah, I really appreciate for what you have done. Basically, you have uh, you have basically shown people all the patterns, right? All the examples to make it so possible for people to do it themselves. Hey, if Kevin can do it, like any, just like anybody else, right? right. No different from anybody else can do it. You can do it too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I tell people like, dude, I, I was waiting tables at Red Robin. Now I've got tons of, plenty of employees working for me who were, have higher education than I have. And um, I get to work with amazing people like you and, and, and Brian and, and all these awesome people who, and a lot of them have been on the podcast or it's, I'm so blessed. And, and if I could do this, then anyone can do it. You know what I mean? I'm definitely nothing special. So yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. Um, let me, before we wrap this thing up, I have a few questions I always ask at the end, but before we get there, I want, I want to know what your, what's next for Kevin Lee. What's, what's that vision? I, I know a piece of it, but like, what do, what do you see where you're going in the next, uh, you know, what's your vision? I'll leave it at that. So uh, I have a grand vision and my grand vision there is to really bring happiness or uh, memories, lasting memories for people. Right. And the way for me to do it, because I'm, I'm very, very, uh, good or strong uh my strength is in real estate so uh i want to build up like you know very grand uh nice shopping malls not the traditional kind you know malls where people can have experience almost like an amusement park uh that kind of uh you know uh feeling to it yeah and just bring your whole family there you can hang out you can have ice cream you can, you know, uh, you know, get on rice. Uh, you can uh, eat at a, a restaurant over there. It's, it's, it's just come there, 
and you can it's like a one-stop shop and you can do anything everything there you can spend a whole day uh there and then we can invite like different uh you know uh uh, uh vendors uh to to this place it's almost i don't know if you know the growth or americana here down south uh in southern california no it's, it's almost like that uh they have like a bridge very nice bridge and you they even have like a a, a train uh that uh you know goes in such a big mall it, it just goes up around the mall takes people everywhere kids can hop on the train and <laughs> parents can come along you know so i i like those i i think that uh uh, my, I, I miss that, uh, you know, growing up as a, as a kid, you know, my parents weren't around. Uh, I was just like really just, uh, you know, uh, studying really hard just to catch up with everybody else. Uh, but I really want to create that for families, for, for awesome. mankind. You know, I just want to generate some kind of, you know, I want to generate happiness for people. That's great. That's awesome. What about this goal of the Starbucks? You still want to do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like one of the things to get to that point. You know, Starbucks yeah. is good because I, I really like what they stand for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's so funny. I was talking to one of the brokers and uh, he told me that, you know, they're very big on AC. And I can see that because if, uh, especially in the summertime, if AC is out, people will not be able to like have their coffee inside Starbucks, right? Uh, yeah. So they, they want to make sure that AC is strong, a- AC is working perfectly because uh, they want to create an environment where people can hang out, you know, grab a cup of coffee, hang out at Starbucks, right? Um, mm-hmm. and they're creating moments like that. So I right. really like what the brand you're standing, uh, stands for. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um he didn't say it, but he wants to basically build start a bunch of. Well, he just wants to start with one, but build Starbucks and own the real estate asset of it and everything. So, yeah, um, it's it's inspiring to just be around people like this. So, like, <laughs> and um, before I got to hang out with people like this, I listened to podcasts, I, I watched YouTube videos, I follow people on social media. Um, and before we we wrap it up in the last two questions of, of the, the show, uh, where can people go follow you, Kevin? Yeah, so they can follow me on Instagram. My handle is insightful Kevin Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, one word, insightful Kevin Lee. Yep. We'll tag it up in the uh, show notes and everything. Um, and then, yeah, so everyone go follow him. Send him a DM. Tell me like this episode and everything. Um Oh, by the way, just so you know, uh, for your listeners, uh, yeah. if you guys have any any questions, right, uh, regarding real estate, how to get started with uh, acquiring your first investment property, just hit me up on on uh, Instagram. You know, DM me there. You know, I, I'd be happy to just uh, you know just you know uh, impart some knowledge there. Yeah, and like it's. You know, it's uh, what we said in the beginning, right? Go get a coach. Get someone who can, <laughs> like Kevin's fig- figured out a lot of the stuff the hard way. You don't have to. So uh, that's really kind of you to share share that knowledge and, and put it out there for, for people who want to do that. Um, so the last two questions are kind of deep, Kevin, right? So, sure. so the first one's a little light, but the first one is, 
What's your biggest regret? What's my biggest regret? Um, it changes over time, actually, Keaton. Okay. Um, I really don't have any regret in life. I think um, things happen for a reason, sure. right? Um, any anything, everything has a gestation period, right? There, there's time element involved. Uh, it, it takes uh, time for whatever that you think of to really just manifest or to realize itself. Uh, I think that uh, uh, really, there's really nothing. I, I wouldn't even say like people who you know uh, were addicted to drugs and then uh, they later you know, recover. Uh, you know that's that's a regret in their life. Maybe you can say that, but you, you probably need to have like a moment like that for you to realize that it is so harmful and then you can become maybe a testimony, you know, uh, a, a glory to, to, you know, uh, a testimony of God to people around you. Right. So right. you can really, you know, uh, share that experience with, with people. Um, so I, I don't really have any regrets. I'm, I'm, I think, I'm, I think I'm happier be, uh, now than ever. Maybe I should have like hire a mindset coach earlier, but that may not, I don't think that's even a regret. Uh, I just didn't know what I didn't know, right? right. It, it, you know, if I had known that earlier, I would probably have hired Brian, uh, you know, five years ago so that, uh, you know, I wouldn't have like wasted the last five years, yeah, the last 10 years, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel lucky that I, I found him so young, you know, uh, <laughs> I feel very, very lucky. Um, it's been so impactful for me in, in my family and everything. So guys, like, who we're talking about is this guy, Brian Del Masso, who uh, runs this program, uh, TIR is thinking into results. Highly, highly, highly recommend go follow him and, and send him a message if you're interested. But I mean, I'm, me and him, me and Kevin could go on for days talking about how impactful it's been for, for, for us. So uh, definitely recommend that. And last question. All right. You got to go back in time, Kevin. You can go back to any age and you're going to be able to go and talk to yourself from who you are right now. Right. But when you go back there, you can only say three sentences and then you disappear. So what age would you go back to? And what three sentences would you tell yourself? Uh, I would go back to my time in college, maybe when I was 19 or 20. Mm -hmm. And I would say to myself, um, number one, get a life. I didn't have a life, you know, I was just that bookworm, you know, I was always studying. Yeah. Uh, and number two is go to parties hang out with people and, uh, you know, do the social, th uh, do the social scene. I miss out on that a lot. And that has like, you know, impact on, on, on myself, you know, like, you know, further down the road. Right. And number three is to, um, I don't know what number three is. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I think yeah, just get a life and uh, you know go to parties, and uh, just um, or uh, number three is just uh, take it easy. 
I was really, really tense. I was really, really tense. I was just like, just that straight A student, if you will, because right. it's all about, hey, you know, getting that advanced degree. Hey, make sure that you don't fail your, your parents. They have a high expectation of you. And wow. they're really they're looking they're really looking looking up to you to to make make it happen for them. What would you tell someone else who who's let's say they're 19, 20 and they feel like they have that pressure from their parents now? What would you tell them? Uh I say really to have a honest or transparent conversation with with your parents and tell them hey uh, mom and dad this is really what i'd like to do you know this is there's a window of opportunity for anything right um if you miss that opportunity um you can never go back to you know make it up time always progresses forward right. so uh i'm sure if um your parents are understanding, right? Um, you know, after the conversation, they'll, although they'll, they'll be sad, but you know, they'll, they'll respect you as an individual, as a, as a grown up man, right? And uh, really bless you with, uh, with your venture, um, you know, what you want to do. I, 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 I know that there's so many parents that are big on education, but having done that myself, I, I think that it's really overrated. I think you can be successful any way you want. You can cut this, you know, beef any way you want, if you will, right? Mm. So there's there's multiple ways, many ways to wrong to this the, this thing we call success. Who is to say that hey, you have to get like a high highest education in order for you to achieve it like that, right? So I really, really respect people who uh, drop out of college or even high school and then started their uh, entrepreneurial journey and, uh, you know, make it on the other side. But I do have to say that there's a balance here as well, because the high, you know, the advanced education that I got really um, imparted some discipline in the way that I do things, you know, I'm, I'm a very organized person. It's, it's almost like I'm a soldier, like somebody that's, you know, came from the military, like I'm regimented. And I think that that came, that came from the way that I was, uh, I was taught in school. Uh, you know, my, my advisor was able to, you know, bring, bring that discipline to me and impart that to me. Cause you know, when I was in graduate school, it's, it's almost like, Hey, if you can't, finish publish a paper uh you're fired right so we have to like really be on schedule for um for things yeah yeah cool man it was uh it was great having you on the show i want to take a second to thank thank the listeners for um for listening and especially if you're here with us this far into the episode it means that you actually um you're first of all you're enjoying it and that you're getting something out of it so and you're you're committed so i want to say thank you for listening it means a lot to me um go follow kevin he's got a lot of awesome uh insightful things to say he's insightful kevin lee i didn't mean to say that but, but he, he's got insightful things to say on social media so it's really uh go go follow him uh send him a message if you're interested in, in getting into real estate he can help you out with that uh leave us a, a review subscribe do all that stuff so we can get more awesome people like kevin on the podcast um and yeah thanks thank you so much for being on the show man 
Hey, thank you so much, Kieran, for inviting me over to your show. I really appreciate it. You got it. Let's do another one. Yeah, let's do another one for sure. <laughs> <laughs>